Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Tuesday, August 29th. The Jaguars 53 is here, the initial 53-man roster. We've got it right here. We're going to dive into it here. want to make sure people are not saying final or thinking final 53-man roster because a lot can and will change for the Jaguars roster um, in the coming days uh, throughout the rest of the, um, the, the time leading up to the regular season and throughout the regular season. Just don't forget that. Like things are going to change. There's going to be injuries. There are going to be different things that pop up. But this is the initial 53. The Jaguars cut their roster down from 90 to 53, just like the rest of the NFL. The deadline was at 4 p.m. Eastern today. I'm recording right after that. We've got the Jaguars 53 here, and we're just going to run through the entire thing with y'all and um, and kind of break down everything that I see. So appreciate y'all tuning in. If you're enjoying the content here on Duval Daily, please hit that like and subscribe button. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. If you want to support the channel further, you can pick up some new Duval gear. Got a lot of fun stuff up there. You can check out the hat I'm wearing right now. Lots of other stuff up there. So go check it out, ginjag.com slash shop. But getting into this 53, again, thanks for so, so much for being here. Uh, quarterback, we'll just run through the offense, then defense. Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Beathard, that's chalk. Uh, we knew Nathan Rourke probably was not going to be um, sticking around with the Jaguars. Found that out yesterday. Um, and and Nathan Rourke, I think that he had a preseason worthy of trying to keep him around. Perhaps they're able to bring him back on the practice squad and see what they can do there. He'll have to pass through waivers, as will all the young players that have been released by the Jaguars. Um, we'll get into that further. But Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Beathard, it's chalk. You have Trevor Lawrence. He's one of the ascending talents in the NFL right now at the quarterback position, and they really believe in C.J. Beathard as a smart backup, a guy who's a good sounding board in the room, um, and, and a guy that they just trust. So they kept C.J. Beathard there with QB2. Uh, kept four running backs. It was chalk as well there. Travis Etienne, Tank Bigsby, Jamichael Hasty, Dearness Johnson. Been talking about them all preseason, right? Thought that would be the four pretty easily. Etienne and Big B- Bigsby will be the uh, lead backs here. Um, the the one-two punch for you, I think. And then Jamichael Hasty can handle a lot of um, scat back type work, you know, third down work, 
pass pro, catching passes out of the backfield, all that stuff. He's a good special teamer as well. And Dearness Johnson, uh, honestly, if you were to lose ETN or Bigsby, I think Dearness Johnson will get the biggest workload if one of them were to go down because I think he can do it all for you. He's a complete back, and he's also a really good special teamer. Uh, I think Dearness Johnson, probably one of the more underrated moves this offseason for a team, and he's not going to be featured in this offense unless um, you have an injury in front of him, but the insurance he gives you at that position I think is huge. Getting into the wide receivers, uh, this is where I think it, it gets really exciting looking at the 53. They kept seven. And I've talked about the Jaguars potentially keeping seven. Doug Peterson has done it before. I didn't expect them to keep seven, quite frankly. I thought they would go the traditional route and keep six wide receivers. That's the general number, the usual number that teams kind of roll with. But you've got Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, obviously, Jamal Agnew. Uh, they, they have kept Parker Washington despite some reports um, out there that he could be um, kind of a subject of trade talks. He's still on the active roster for the Jaguars. They also kept Tim Jones. He was the wide receiver six last year, a guy that's a really good special teamer, really good blocker on offense. They just kind of trust what he does in that regard. And then, yes, they kept Elijah Cooks, the guy I've been advocating for for um, over a month now that I, I thought that he should be on the Jaguars roster. Uh, I talked about them potentially keeping seven. He was one of those seven. I really love what he brings to the table at six foot four, 215 plus pounds. He's been tremendous with his consistency, um, being a ball winner, being a guy that's able to create some separation despite being a, a bigger target and just coming down with everything that's thrown his way, right? I think that's what you love to see from um, from a rookie, and he's a good athlete as well. At six foot four, two hundred and fifteen pounds, runs a four four nine forty yard dash, thirty seven and a half inch vert. So you see him use his athleticism, his body control, his vertical um, when he goes up for the football, and you see him play with physicality. You see him play with speed. He's not the quickest guy out there, but he's explosive and he's fast and he's big. So I think Elijah Cooks sticking around with the Jaguars here is awesome. Really excited about that. So. Um, Big kudos to Tony Khan, to the entire staff, bringing in these undrafted free agents. That's kind of Tony Khan's big thing. He loves undrafted free agency. He's hitting on these guys all the time. And Elijah Cooks is another example of that, you know, right here this year. So good stuff there. At tight end, a little bit of a surprise here, right? Garrett Prince not on the active roster. Um, Evan Ingram, Britton Strange, Luke Farrell, we knew those guys were going to make it. Thought Garrett Prince would make it as well, but they're rolling with three tight ends. I think Garrett Prince obviously will be eligible if he clears waivers to um, come back to the practice squad. He had a really big training camp, didn't really show up as much during the preseason games, so it's possible that the Jaguars could get him back as well. The second-year player out of uh, UAB, a really athletic F tight end, move tight end for you, uh, who I think does potentially have a future in this league, but maybe needs some more experience, some more reps. Um, getting into the offensive line, Right now, there's only two offensive tackles. It's Walker Little and Anton Harrison. Josh Wells, he's headed to IR. He's going to be out for the year, unfortunately. Cam Robinson, he is suspended for the Jaguars. So right now, you only have two offensive tackles, and that's because Blake Hance, he was released late. But uh, I think this was a heady move by the Jaguars. They're probably going to place Cooper Hodges on short-term IR tomorrow. Again, if you did it before tomorrow, he would be going on IR for the entire season. So they're going to do short-term IR for him, which means he would have to miss four weeks 
Um, he would be able to return, you know, in early October for the Jaguars. Um, and then while he's on short-term IR, he won't be counting against the roster. Then you bring back Blake Hance, who you released. He is not eligible for waivers. So the Jaguars, they're just going to bring him back as soon as they place Cooper Hodges on short-term IR. They're not going to have any competition. This is just smart business here. They did the same thing last year with Adam Gotsis. Um, It's becoming common practice for the Jaguars during these cut day situations because this is a guy they want to keep, uh, but he's you know, not eligible eligible for waivers. So it's not like any team can just claim his rights. He has to agree to a new contract with the team, and he's going to agree to a new contract with the Jaguars tomorrow after Cooper Hodges goes to short-term IR. So he will be your swing tackle. He's a guy that can play guard and play tackle. He will be the swing tackle during the first four weeks um, until you get Cam Robinson back. Is that, you know, a little bit of a a, a worry, not having a ton of offensive tackle depth for the first four weeks? I think it is. However, the only team you're really super worried about um, on the schedule over the first th- four weeks of the season is really the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, the Colts do have talent, more so on the interior of their defensive line. The Texans, they have talent as well. You know, Will Anderson, they've got some other guys over there. But th- the teams you're facing outside of Kansas City, you're not super uh, distraught about what they have up front and their ability to really wreck your game. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully you'll just be able to see Walker Little and Anton Harrison get through the first four weeks and then Cam Robinson return. And then that'll give you kind of a nice group of three at the offensive tackle spot um, just in case of injury. But yeah, expect Blake Hans to be back with the team. Just because he was released today does not mean he's gone. He will be back with the team. Um, then you look at the interior offensive line. Blake Hans could also count for the interior. Again, I said he can play guard and tackle for the Jaguars. But they've got Brandon Sheriff and Ben Barch, Luke Fortner at center, obviously. Tyler Shatley, who will be back here soon after dealing with the AFib situation. Um, Cooper Hodges, he's still on the active roster again. I believe he will be moved to the short-term IR tomorrow, and then Blake Hans will return. And then Cole Van Lannon as well on the interior of the offensive line, another player who has experience playing guard and tackle. Um, so I think that's your offensive line going into the season. Uh, there were some injury worries. There still are some kind of depth concerns in terms of injury. But I think when you look at the starting five going into the uh, the regular season here, you can feel pretty good, right? Uh, Walker Little, I think he's been solid in his play throughout the first couple years of his career, uh, at primarily playing left tackle, and that's where he'll be playing for the Jaguars. Anton Harrison, I think he's looked really good in pass protection overall. You see the athleticism. You see the length. Um, obviously, there's going to be some growing pains as a rookie. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But overall, with this scheme, this offensive scheme, Trevor Lawrence's ability to get the ball out quickly, I don't think you have too many concerns with your two starting offensive tackles there. And then Brandon Sheriff, he's healthy right now. He's playing like that Pro Bowl Pro Bowl type guard that you saw um, when he was in Washington last year for the Jaguars, his first year with the team, he was dealing with injuries and he was battling through them and he didn't look quite like the, the Pro Bowl all pro type of guy that, that you would come to expect, but that's because he was battling through injury. Now he's fully healthy entering 2023 and he's looking like that guy that you expect to see when you say Brandon Sheriff's name. I think Ben Barch, uh, should be the starter at left guard as long as he's fully healthy and it looks like he is. He played well in 2022 prior to his injury. And then Luke Fortner, he's your obvious uh, starting center um, for the Jags. He's going into year two in the league out of Kentucky. I think he's put on strength. I think he's going to be able to play better in 2023 than he did in 2022. A really smart guy. Um, I I do think he made progress throughout the 2022 campaign and he started you know all 19 games for the Jaguars and then you've got Tyler Shatley who can play center can play guard for you he'll be your primary backup there and Cole Van Lannan has more depth and of course Blake Hance once he comes back so I think you feel good about that interior offensive line and about the offensive tackle spot especially once Cam Robinson gets back after week four now looking at the defensive side of the ball um, interior defensive line fully Fatu caveat Foley Fatukasi, excuse me, obviously. Uh, Roy Robertson-Harris, Devon Hamilton, he is still on the active roster. We'll see how they play um, that situation out. Not sure if the Jaguars are expecting him to miss a big chunk of games at the at the beginning of the season or how that's all going to play out. Um, we'll have to just keep our eyes peeled for any Devon Hamilton news. Uh, Tyler Lacey on the active roster. He's a guy that's a rookie fourth round pick. He obviously was not going to go anywhere. Adam Gotsis sticks around as a rotational depth player on the interior of the defensive line. And so does Jeremiah Ledbetter. Uh, Gotsis has been a really good rotational player for them for a while. Jeremiah Ledbetter come on really strong for them in the uh, 2023 preseason and training training camp. So the one guy you're kind of missing here, two guys really, uh, Raymond Vohasek, who was a draft pick by the Jaguars this year, big, burly, nose tackle. The Jaguars have been going light at, at nose tackle, really, when you talk about the big boys, right? They, they have not been um, using a lot of roster space on the really big interior defensive linemen just because they don't use them all that much. They're not trying to just anchor down against the run all that much in the modern NFL. So, um, Raymond Vohasek, I think they will try to stash on their practice squad. And then Deshaun Dixon, I think, same thing. He's not really that big, burly interior defensive lineman, defensive tackle. He's more of that penetration-style three-tech, five-tech in this defense. Uh, But uh, I think that they'll try to stash him on the practice squad as well. I think he had a nice training camp in preseason. I think he did as as well uh, last year in 2022 during his rookie year as an undrafted free agent. So that's your six up front in terms of the interior defensive line. Then you look at the edge group, very light right now. Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Caleb on Chason, and Yasir Abdullah. No Jordan Smith. Do not love that. I thought he earned a roster spot throughout training camp in the preseason. 
but this is what they're rolling with. The Jaguars really like what they have in Caleb on chase on. Um, you can see why they like having you Abdullah who they got in the draft this year, the, the, a guy that has kind of shown out during the preseason, been able to get sacks, been able to uh, get an interception in the preseason finale, create some pressure and just a guy that you can see the speed and, and the um, velocity that he brings out there at edge for the Jaguars. So he's a guy that I think has a lot of potential for them to be a, um, a designated pass rusher type of guy. Uh, but no Jordan Smith. Hopefully he'll be able to sign on somewhere else or or back with Jacksonville on the practice squad. Uh, I think it's kind of a bummer that they decided to move on from him. I, I really do. Then looking at the off-ball linebackers, Foya Luke and Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, Shaquille Quarterman, Caleb Johnson, Ventrell Miller, he's out for the year, unfortunately, with the Achilles. A lot of the reason why they keep so many off-ball linebackers does have to do with their special teams ability, especially when you talk about Caleb Johnson and Shaquille Quarterman. Those are guys that are really, really good on special teams for the Jaguars, especially Caleb Johnson. Um, But no surprise with with the guys they keep here after the Ventrell Miller injury, unfortunately, for the rookie. Foya Lewican and Devin Lloyd lead this room. Chad Muma, a really good backup, I think, that's going to develop in year two as well. Looking at the safeties, Andre Sisco, Rayshon Jenkins, Antonio Johnson, Dewey Wingard, Daniel Thomas, very much chalk in that room. Andrew Wingard is kind of a leader, a guy that can be a third safety for the team. Antonio Johnson, a young guy they really like who's dealing with a little bit of a hamstring right now. And um, Daniel Thomas, he's a special teams ace who I think if he did get a shot to play um, you know, in, in a meaningful game, that he would be able to get the job done for the Jaguars back there. Andre Sisco and Rayshon Jenkins are your starters. Um, so, yeah, very much chalk in the safety room. And then looking at cornerback, uh, you've got Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams, your two starters. You love those two guys. Trey Herndon is currently the Jaguars starting nickel. You've also got Gregory Jr., who I think is going to compete throughout the 2023 season to try to take some snaps away from Trey Herndon and the nickel. You've got Christian Braswell, who I think played really well after he returned from a hamstring injury, a rookie for the Jaguars out of Rutgers. Um, Really just nice overall blend of athleticism, um, instincts, reactive quickness, and uh, and length for Christian Braswell there. And then Buster Brown, a guy who struggled out of Arkansas in 2022, a rookie for the Jaguars. He was forced into action early on, didn't quite look prepared. He's looked much better throughout training camp in the preseason this year than he did last year. And uh, maybe he can show, show the Jaguars and show some teams why he led the SEC in interceptions back in 2021. So uh, I think you like this group overall. Would you like a more reliable option um, at nickel? I I think you probably would, but I do think Gregory Jr. potentially can provide that. Trey Herndon, he's a good zone defender. He's a good run defender. You don't want him in a lot of man-to-man situations with really good slot receivers. Maybe Gregory Jr. can come in and help out in that regard. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, Chris Claybrooks, he was placed on the commissioner's exempt list after the legal incidents that he had over the summer and spring. So he's a guy that will not be eligible to play or practice with the team until he is um, off of that list, which we have no idea when that could happen. Special teams, no surprises. Ross Matisic, Logan Cook, Brandon McManus. uh, Those are the guys that were always going to be the uh, three special team starters for the Jaguars, if you will. Uh, But that'll do it for the 53 Pumped that Elijah Cooks made it. Obviously a little bit bummed out for for like a Jordan Smith who 
is going to have to try to find work elsewhere potentially. Again, Blake Hans, he was released, but he will be added back to the team um, when Cooper Hodges is placed on short-term IR. So uh, no worries there for Blake Hans. He will be your swing tackle to start the year. And uh, it, it's it's a really good roster. It's The Jaguars are about as talented as I've ever seen them. I think they are as talented as I've ever seen them in terms of covering the team, which I started back in 2015. So I've been at a lot of practices, seen a lot of Jaguars football. Uh, I think when you look at the, this this offense, for sure, the talent combined with the play calling, you know, and, and Trevor Lawrence getting things done at quarterback, throwing it to Calvin Ridley and all those other guys. I think the running game is going to take a step forward. I think the offensive line can take a step forward with some guys being a little bit more mature in this offense with the addition of Brenton Strange, who I think can be an absolute bull on the end, just blowing people off the line of scrimmage in the run game. So I think you can get fired up about that defensively. This is still going to be a team that I think relies on takeaways. They're not going to be the most consistent uh, defense in the league, in my opinion, but I think they're they're going to be improved. They're going to be better in coverage on the back end. They're going to get more sacks, and they're going to continue to force turnovers. Uh, what will what will their ceiling be? I think that's the biggest question with the Jaguars. But with an offense like this, an opportunistic defense, I think you can get really excited about your, your Jaguars heading into this 2023 season. As we go throughout the rest of this week, we're going to continue to look at some big picture type stuff for the Jaguars. And then next week, we'll start looking ahead to the Indianapolis Colts, the week one matchup for the Jags to start the 2023 season. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, again, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and you can check out ginjag.com shop to pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.